Hills Radio 88.9 FM and online at hillsradio.com.au. Here we are. Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Josh Show. Simo's uh, not with us at the moment, uh, so we can just talk amongst ourselves while he gets set up the disorganisation. Uh, we are here with Big Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Big buddy. This is a cold opening here because this, this is what happens <laughs> when Simo doesn't get his... frosty reception. Uh, is it cold well, no, no, in here or what? This is your chance to state your claim. I know, I've already hard. taken my claim. Welcome to the Josh Show. Simo's, uh, Simo's actually walking out the door tonight. Yep. He's not going to be here. Let's We've go. got a big show ready for you tonight without Simon, without any preparation, without any uh, influence by Simon at all. Uh, we've got a got a bit of an interview going on now. I haven't actually uh, done any research for this interview. Simon did all that, but he's not here tonight, so we can't do that. That's correct. Uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do the. I'm gonna wing it though. I'm just like <laughs> so. Uh, what's your favourite sports team, buddy? Um, yeah. Look, there's no, 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 don't spoil the answer yet. We got we got we got so two hours to get through. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll depends on what sport. Uh, here we go. Let me assert some control. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's great. No, bugger off. I don't need your control. Okay. I got this now. Welcome. Here's a hostile takeover. That is, it is that time again. Uh, you're on 88.9 FM Hills Radio, uh, <laughs> hopefully by choice. Worst opening ever. <laughs> well, I, I guess. Um, just so you know where you where you are and what you're listening to, this is the uh, Simo oh, show. To do that. here. Josh this is, is why here. why I need you here, Simon, yeah, just for well, a while, you know, just, just to show me the ropes. Just to um, kind of clean house, make sure it's all... Uh, One day I'm going to rock up with a ute full of blokes <laughs> with AK-47s and say, no, you're not coming in today, Simo. <laughs> yeah, they're fair cool. And we are here with Buddy Dawson. Do you prefer Buddy Dawson or would you prefer Buddy Mead? What would you prefer? Oh, uh, no, no, Dawson it up. And come nice and close Feel here. Free. Let's move that there. All right, beautiful times. There yeah, we no, go. Dawson it is, absolutely. Let the world hear that beautiful, beautiful voice. And how did the Mead... They can't see that beautiful, beautiful moustache. <laughs> yeah. They may as well hear the beautiful, can, beautiful voice. I'll let the bristles rub, rub across the microphone yeah, a few that. times. And, just and then you can let them rub across my face later on. <laughs> just so, or just so that everyone Possibly can... Possibly while on air, they can hear my reaction. Well, that's don't it. get any mugs, don't get any drinks, just a little bit of a kiss afterwards by Josh. It's a real pleasure to be here on, on Josh though. And, and it's going to be great. I'm and really you get a, you, when you when you interview with me too, you get a cap with the flashing LED lights in the beak as well. I couldn't that's be my more gift. excited. That's my gift to you for tonight. I'll be able to, to see into a bright future with that fantastic hat. Exactly. Now, what we like to do on the program is we like to invite uh, the uh, guest and the co-hosts to come up with uh, a bit of a uh, bizarre answer to an even more bizarre question. We do. Now, obviously, in the uh, news recently, there's been a little bit of a uh, road trip that's gone awry. The Trumps. Yeah, and uh, basically we'd like to put to you that if you could have absolutely anyone in the car with you for a road trip uh, of, of a certain uh, meterage. <laughs> of a certain cab ride around. This is a random question. Yeah, that's my it. answer completely. You've travelled a certain distance and, yes, and who would you like to share a bizarre experience with on a road trip? It can be up to... I mean, depends what kind of vehicle you're driving. I mean, if you've got a heavy vehicle's license and you want to take a busload of people, be my guest. Um, well, I might, I might, you know, stick just to a regular car. Yeah. Just, you know, for, for, for the sake of, you know, <laughs> really petrol more than anything else. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, life, uh, it's, it's tough. Let's just assume those... Unless, is those... Josh O paying for, yeah, yeah. for the petrol? And is that what's happening? diesel is also cheap. <laughs> That's brilliant news. <laughs> Um, no, I think um, if I was if I was going to take anybody, I'd take I'd probably go and ask Barry Humphreys. I think he would be an absolute oh. classic because then if he's, then he's you've like got, then you're going four through. or five people in the car. Absolutely, he's three yeah. and one. That's, that's what fantastic. I was thinking. Just I was just thinking a through. schizophrenic bloke, but now that's a better <laughs> that's a better answer. <laughs> no, I, I figured. Scotty? Uh, 
You can um, work your way through the different personalities as, as nice. the meltdown's going through. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah. slowly disappear into It has got a character for mind. every mood, Barry Humphreys, I Absolutely, think. yeah. I like that a lot. What, yeah. what about yourself, Joshua? Uh, well, I was going to I did. we did mention this in the... Uh, the, the green room before we in came the pre-production the pre-production I'd I'd probably go Zach Galifianakis but then I thought well no that's been done it was a movie called Judah and it had Robert Downey Jr. my answer from last week Robert Downey Jr. I'm just going through like okay, right. that movie yeah um, yeah but then I thought who did I think of on the way here oh, I, as, as we walked into the studio I thought of another name but now the the name <laughs> it's gone so fascinating legitimately oh no 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 sorry Randy Quaid. I don't know who Randy that is. Quaid. Randy Quaid. Now, Randy Out Quaid. Of everything. He, he did a bit of everything. He has recently fallen off the rails and he's kind of similar to this family that went on the road trip. He believes the government are chasing him and his wife. <laughs> so I feel like it'd be good just to hear his his version of events on a road trip. I feel like you'd need to travel along the So wait, way was, is he an actor? What, what, who is he? Yeah, do you know uh, Dennis Quaid? No, Dennis Quaid, I don't another think actor. So. They're actors. Like, hit um, me with some titles as opposed he was, to. He was the uncle. He was. He was. Clark Griswold's brother in all the National Lampoon, the vacation movies. <laughs> I have not a clue. Okay, that's... He's in Independence Day. He saves oh, okay, the world right. on Independence yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah. He literally saves the world. <laughs> he goes up into the ship and blows the bejesus out of it and then just... <laughs> He's a hero. Was that the original my, or remake? Yeah, the original. My favourite part of that film is when you see the smoke come out of it that spells bejesus in the end. It's really... <laughs> At the time. I can't believe that a ship had a bejesus in it. But it's amazing. Randy, the but Randy Quaid's the kind of calibre of man that can actually find that. Absolutely. Because Nobody that, else would be able to do that. Dennis Quaid wouldn't be able to do it. Will Smith, no, no way. Jeff Goldblum, they brought him back for another movie. He still yeah. couldn't find the bejesus yeah, in the other no, ship. There was no thing. <laughs> had to get bloody Chris Hemsworth to do it or something. Oh, dear. Well, that came out... The original came out in 1996. Six. Yep. Yeah, my dad took me to see it in cinemas. I was five. Yeah, that would have been... That was... And I uh, legit... You'd need was, a road trip just to get all those feelings out, yeah. wouldn't you? Just I was looking for aliens behind counsel. the couch for the rest of the afternoon. So many great 90s one-liners as well. <laughs> That's just the, the best thing well, going the, through. All of the, the great... All I wanted to be when I grew up was Will Smith with a cigar and I was going, Welcome to Earth! <laughs> But the thing is, I have no, I, I, you know me, I'm very good with, with film quotes and things, but I have no memory of Independence Day except that it scared the bejeebas out of me. Bejeebas. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, yeah. sorry. Uh, it's yeah. Spec- spec- Welcome spec- to Earth. Must have been that's, watching that's the, the English version where uh, okay. they had the bejeebas as opposed to that. <laughs> the <laughs> Jolly Rogering out of the, the, the alien spaceship, name? I think, was in England. Absolutely. <laughs> they scared the core blimey out of the aliens in the English version. <laughs> I think it was actually Queen Elizabeth that went up into the spaceship. Take this out, chaps. Yeah, throws the corgi. Corgi at a time, just yeah. by the tail, just whips it <laughs> straight over. More of that after That's this. What- Doing a bit of housekeeping before we get on with the serious part of this show. Uh, Welsh corgis are born without tails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so embarrassed. You I'm so embarrassed. Absolute potato. I must have missed that call. What was the what was the, the corgi? That was, we were talking about the Queen Queen Elizabeth throwing. Uh, corgis into the alien spaceship. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Right. And Buddy, and you buddy have to just throw them. recklessly goes, yeah, grab a corgi by their tail. Yeah. All oh, right. Well, so corgis don't have tails. can afford to have a tail connected surgically to, a corgi. to their corgi. Yep. It's the Queen of England. <laughs> I'd, I'd agree with that. <laughs> Sounds good to me. That's fine. Oh. I'm fine with that. Joshy, we'll, would you like to learn a little bit about the man, the myth, the legend that we have across from us causing all this madness? I would like to learn if he knows anything uh, more real, like a, an actual fact about dogs. But anything else is good as well. Like, uh, well, my first name is Buddy, so that automatically makes me more dog than most humans, if that helps. True, so. true. All right. No, we're good. All right. Take it away, Simo. <laughs> yeah. When I told people have my uh, I had a buddy on the uh, radio, they were like, yeah, what's his name? Hey. Thank you. Uh, is that No, but well, that's uh, legit. That was Kane as well. Uh, Thanks, Kane. Good on you, Kane. Well done. We miss you here, mate. Yeah, buddy. So what is it? What? Where do you come from? Where do you go? Where do you come from? Buddy, me... <laughs> 
<laughs> Joe. <laughs> Funny me, Joe. Um, yeah, uh, well, I come from Adelaide. I was I was born here. Funnily enough, uh, my parents decided after having very normal names for my other siblings, Kate and Jason, that they'd throw a you know a, the name of a tiny bulldog into the mix for a little while, which is good. Um, but. I'm 26. I've been living in Adelaide pretty well forever. I've been overseas quite a bit over the last three years, which has been pretty lucky. But no, I don't know. I'm a I'm a high school teacher. I teach tourism and drama, which is which is pretty funky fresh. Um, Salt of the earth. Teacher. And you still practice that, right? Yeah. No, I do. I, I have to practice a lot of the time. Otherwise, I'd do a really terrible job. So it's great. Um, yeah. So how many hours? How many hours a week are you currently? Involved in in any production type stuff. So you what you're teaching how many hours a week, and then what how many hours you got spare? Um, oh, well, because I teach senior, so I've got year eleven drama and year twelve tourism that I teach. That's probably an extra like fifteen hours each a week preparation and organisation for everything. And then outside of that, I do I do musical theatre in Adelaide, which is pretty pretty cool. And that's generally anywhere between ten to twenty hours of rehearsals a week. And once it gets into showtime, it's pretty well non-stop for, for two, three weeks. Production, bumping in, bumping out, doing a couple of shows at the moment, which is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, no, just, just living moustache life, really, which is, which is brilliant. <laughs> and so what, why, why drama? Like, drama teacher, do drama? What, how, does that, uh, how does that come about? Well, I didn't really have very many friends when I was younger because I was, you know, such a special I'm not, unit. Probably the moustache. So, I don't know if I'm buying that. No, no, dead set. Yeah, no, I really didn't. Up until I was about maybe 13 or 14, I was really annoying, which is just unbelievable. Not much has Shocking, changed there. Yeah. People have become more tolerant of you, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's what it is. Maybe somebody smacked me in the forehead and told me to tone it down like 150% or something. But no, I just always got into watching weird movies when I was young. My, my first memory of life is watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show with my parents. Mm-hmm, legit. Just remember sitting in front of like the wood panel TV watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show. First memory of life. And... <laughs> Ever since then, I was I was pretty well set up to go. My my sister was an awesome dancer, so she was okay. into that, and I was a shocker. But no, it was great fun. Had great teachers, and yeah, just thought, why not? If I'm going to be a weird unit most of the time anyway, I may as well try to get a dollar out of it. So, so wait, have you managed to come full circle and do that show yet? Um, I, I haven't done the show, but a couple of weeks ago at Broadway Sessions, which is a, a really awesome uh, thing that happens on the last Sunday of every month that's set up by a guy called Peter Johns in Adelaide. Absolute legend. Lovely bloke. Um, and basically there was an adults-only version and I was lucky enough to be able to put on the, the black spanks and the fishnets and the corset. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, yeah, no, I did. I, I did the full Sweet Transvestite and uh, it was great. Mum and Dad were sitting at the back cheering, going their faces off. It was great. Yeah, really enjoyed it. And what, is that something you would want to do? You'd like to have a go at the full show? <laughs> hey, hey. He just wants to be a trans yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's my slow way of weaming myself into the future. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but you can't actually do uh, an amateur version of the Rocky Horror Picture really? Show. Really? Yeah, Richard O'Brien, the guy that wrote it and that played Riff Raff in the original film, he has to direct every single version of it in the world or be in it or kick it <laughs> off properly. For can you we, to be can able we get to around it. that by just naming That's it something bizarre. different? Absolutely. Same story, but call it like the, the, the Bullwinkle horror picture show or something. Or we could just call it the, the Simon Rocky picture. <laughs> yeah, Simon do that. Just put, slap my Simon, name on it. If Simon you just put show. Simon's name into something, yeah. it's fantastic. It is great. Well, so. I don't know about everything, but mm. it's something if we can put Simon's name. Simo show, not so much. No. So that was kind of the Long early show. That was the early idea that you had in your head of being kind of obsessed and caught in the... Uh, in the drama and the and the acting side of things and the musical theatre yeah, stuff, yeah. but you kind of did you, you you didn't do it from day one. You've kind of no, not at all. You've kind of 
a late bloomer, would you say? Yeah, I guess so. I, I was never really into musicals, probably because my, my sister used to make me watch things like Babes in Toyland and Calamity Jane nonstop yeah, from right. ages about three until 16 or 17. So I used to hate musicals, really, with a passion, completely. And so I started going into, into straight plays and doing a lot of comedies with the Burnside Players, with guys like Piri Eddy and Marcel Blanche de Wilt, and, um, yeah, tied up with them. They're great. they just hilarious blokes that I met at Flinders. Um, and then I'm a bit of a Disney nut and Beauty and the Beast was being put on by a company called Northern Light Theatre Company and I thought, well, I really wanted to be Gaston and I went and auditioned. I was lucky enough to play Spoon Number 3. So that was excellent. Wait, Spoon Number... Defining, num- defining yeah, moment of a career like that. Wait, I was, I was, what does Spoon Number 3 remembers do? Spoon, uh, everyone remembers Spoon Number 3. What doesn't uh, Spoon Number go, 3 yeah. do? <laughs> it does everything. I also Nobody played, remembers Spoon Number 1 or 2 from any yeah, Beauty and the Beast production. Absolutely. It's always Spoon Number 3. I played a tomahawk as well, so that was really great. Got to jump across the stage and <laughs> the, the drunk slightly flamboyant hat seller so and what age is this uh i was 19 <laughs> when i did this yeah that's so brilliant no it was great yeah so that was no well, i wasn't even 19 i reckon i was were you sitting there backstage as the spoon going life has been building up to this moment i'm finally gonna get to be the spoon absolutely yeah no it was uh it was a really beautiful moment and i really had to you know scoop into the love of, of theater and uh how do you get into the role of a tomahawk well one has be to be the tomahawk <laughs> yeah just imagine yourself as Spend Tomahawk. Some time. <laughs> he spent a lot of time living with Tomahawk. Can't yeah. you just imagine Tom Hawkins just sitting at home being like, oh, I'm a bit scared about danger coming over to Geelong. It's going to be dangerous. Joel Nuts. Selwood's having to like console him, patting him on the head. It's a beautiful thing. Is yeah. that what you do when you went out as the Tomahawk? Yeah, so, I can't believe danger's coming so you, here. So you channelled your inner footballer to try to <laughs> get, get hold of the Tomahawk yeah, role? That's it, yeah. I mean, how many how many seconds of stage time was that? The, the, the tomahawk, tomahawk itself, yeah. probably eight to nine <laughs> seconds of stage. Um, Glorious seconds. But, but you would have spent I mean, weeks missing goals from outside 50 metres in preparation, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Who, I mean, who wants to watch The Beauty or The Beast or any of the other characters when they can watch Spoon Number 3 or The Tomahawk? Or The Tomahawk. Yeah. I'd no. go there for The Tomahawk. It was, a, it was a really special moment. And that's that's pretty well me. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it, ladies. You know, we'll see you next week on the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, Joshua. Uh, um, really enjoyed it. But yeah, so Beauty and the Beast, that went for... That just went for a couple of weeks in 2011, then um, uh, got into a production of Annie with Adelaide Youth Theatre. And Now, you have an unhealthy obsession with this musical, oh, do you man, not? Oh, man, I'm so in love with, with that cheesy, yeah. corny, little red-headed orphan. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I, I, there's something about the real golden age sort of musicals that, that kind of, I don't know, resonate well with me. Uh, like, I'm doing Thoroughly Modern Millie at the moment with the Gilbert and Sullivan yeah, Society. Yeah. Hey, guys. And... Um, <laughs> Basically, it's this real sort of beautiful jazz sort of, I don't know, feel with the big band that comes out that just, I don't know, really goes for me. Little bit of storyline, mostly really <laughs> corny things. And, oh, my God, would you believe it? So, Everything turns out in the end. So do you hold... Do you hold no. Well, it's spoiler alert, <laughs> I bet guys. You, I bet you're shocked. So Goodness me. Do you, do you hold this kind of found passion against your sister? Do you think there's some kind of, like... Uh, post-traumatic stress yeah, no, thing I happening. Th- I think that's absolutely what it is. <laughs> yeah. And I've been trying to talk her like, into doing it for years, but she's just far too lazy to, <laughs> yeah, to right. even worry about it. So, no, but uh, it's good. It's good. I'm glad she did it in the end, kind of. <laughs> Brilliant. More from Buddy shortly. Catching a Pidgey. Whoop, there we go. <laughs> He's catching a Pidgey. Catching a Pidgey voice. Uh, a Pidgey in the studio. Live in the studio. Don't mean to alarm anyone, but there is a Pidgey here. You've fallen off the radar with music, have you, buddy? Yeah, no, I, I don't know what's happened. I've, I've kind of receded into a, a musical cave over the last little while. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm living in my 
in my iPod from 2011 that none of the buttons work properly. But nice. if I don't plug it into my laptop, then there can't be anything wrong with it's it. just so. James Blunt um, only? Mainly. Mainly. What yeah. else? What else would be on there? Probably there'd be some killers Timberlake. In there. There's a there's some serious Kaiser Chief action in there. Oh, of course, which is the, great. That's never a bad little, thing. A little bit of a Lupe fiasco. Nice. Dangerous times. So wait, is that something that you were? Uh, what did you used to have to take the bus into Flinders, or you always drove? No, I did. I did the bus thing yeah. for, for a into couple uni. of years. Just heaps of reading, and yeah. especially going from Golden Grove Way to Flinders, it was a good hour every yeah, day. Right. So did that for the first two years, and then nah, never again. Just jumped in the car and drove down, which was not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Parking is that a hazard these days, Josh? It's, it's at, an absolute death trap at Flinders University. I did teaching at Flinders Uni, and it's just yeah, absolute nightmare. It's it's one of those it's one of those things where you, if you have to move your car in the middle of the day for something and you've got a group of people, it's like the Hunger Games, like someone volunteers to move their car and everyone's just, oh, thank God it wasn't me. <laughs> it's but so, yeah. so learning to be a teacher via uni, was educating others, was that something that you kind of always did before you made it a formal formal study like did yeah. you coach or anything like no, what was I the... just really love having a lot of power over people <laughs> really and uh, the ability <laughs> no not at all um yeah no i did any job where i know i can i can like beat any of the any of the people i'm teaching in a, in a physical situation any like anything anywhere i know that i'm physically stronger than the, the people I'm, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in charge of I'm, I'm comfortable with any job you can award another human being a gold star is kind yeah, of what you want basically i've just i spend a lot of my life trying to be albus dumbledore and uh as as a teacher as, uh, a, as a muggle yeah no well i'm a, I'm a squib actually <laughs> okay it's, right it's a really so. yeah. it's an unfortunate situation thanks yeah. for bringing that up no worries um but it means that i get to sort as many students as i possibly can yeah. into my beloved house hufflepuff so you know good times <sighs> Fellow Hufflepuff, unfortunately. Unfort? Oh. Well, you know. Let's not do this off. <laughs> yeah, we can do this off. We can do this when there's... Uh, Hufflepuff accepts everybody. Oh, yeah. what a terrible quality to have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry for being and being And being particularly good finders. Is yeah, that... Yeah. That means you get left, left I can't the, find the my keys in the morning. Like, how did <laughs> that's I... That's not a sign of a true Hufflepuff. How did I get, Sorry, mate. Yeah, how did that's I get a, That's a Ravenclaw that? quality. Have you done, is it the first or the second sorting on Pottermore that you've done? Because <laughs> if you haven't done the second, you need to... No, I've just been told by others what it definitely is. Oh, well, yeah. no. You don't believe that? Yeah. Okay. By the end of tonight, we're going to get this sorting we will, done for please you, Please do. We're going to do a live sorting um, on Josho. Yeah, it's vote one <laughs> for Simon either, yeah, 8391 uh, Press one if you want Simon to be in Hufflepuff. Two for Gryffindor, three for Ravenclaw, and four for Slytherin. Yeah, yeah. And let's <laughs> it's not going to matter because it's just going to be you pushing your buttons on your phone and we're not going to know what button you push. Exactly. You're going to get on the radio and go, what number did you push? One. Okay, thanks, mate. Next caller. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a three. Yeah. yeah. No, it's the higher tone. <laughs> three has a higher tone than one and two. <laughs> 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 there you go. Was it difficult finding work once you graduated, buddy? Uh, no, I, I was really lucky, actually. I um I got back into my old high school. I had a couple of schools where I did my pracs that were pretty keen to have me back um, somehow. I don't really know why. Um, there must have been a dramatic shortage at that time. But no, they they sorted me out at Golden Grove, which is where I'm still at now. I managed to get permanency and now I'm one Fantastic. of the senior, senior arts teachers, which is cool. And yeah, now I work with a great group of people, so I'm really happy. Now, Josh across from us is actually well on his way to, to reaching that point. Now, what is so, the, yeah. what is the uh, just for the people at home, there's TRT and then there's permanency. Is that like a thing kind of? TRT, then contract, then permanency yep. work. Okay, so right. Temporary relief teaching, mm-hmm. uh, then contract based, could be a year, could be what? You were saying you had a five, five week, weeks. Yeah, or uh, then... Then you get permanency, which is generally... And that's what you want to achieve? 
Oh, it depends what yeah. Depends what your do, lifestyle I is, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what, you personally? Yeah, yeah. I was I was really lucky. I, I kind of fell backwards into a permanent position in my second year, mm. so that was great. And I've I've been pretty lucky since. It gives me a, a lot of opportunity to be able to travel. You can take time off and things like that as long as you give enough time in in advance. So that's cool. And would you consider there to be some kind of scenario that inspired you to become a teacher? Or do you think it's just something I that you... I remember the very moment. <laughs> yeah, it was there, yeah, you know, or maybe there's something like Harry your... Potter, thought, I want to be Dumbledore, you know, that's what I want to do. Your, yes. You know, maybe there's something that your dad... Sherbet Lemon. <laughs> maybe there's something that, you know, well, your dad tells others when you're having a couple of beers about he knew Buddy would, you know, be the one in charge. Uh, I don't know if, if my dad's ever said I'd be in charge. Well, to be fair, my mum is a teacher and my, okay. I have three cousins. No, I have... Sorry, 13 cousins probably that are teachers. Oh, just add a 10. Uh, add, a, add, a, add a guess. Just, uh, yeah. just you know, It's casual, gone from three for casual 13. 13. That yeah. was a pretty good I have change. 193 teachers add in a, my immediate family. Add a unit. Yeah. What? That's amazing. No, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was, for anybody at home, there was a real look of fear in Simon's yeah. eyes just there. It was I, you nearly had me. Mm. Simo doesn't even know 193 teachers. And yeah, what's you your favourite thing? What's your favourite thing about teaching? Uh, the power, really. That's just it. the power. Be- being able to train an army. No, um, <laughs> I think, and it sounds really corny, but I kind of like the opportunity of working with. I, I don't really see them as kids. I see them all as young adults. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even though as their own little kids kind of just things. watching them grow and and kind of helping guide them to be able to you know go out into the world and do what they want to do. I just think it's really cool. I've got great students this year, um, so I'm pretty stoked. As opposed to every other year. Yeah, they're yeah. terrible. Yeah, all the other ones, all the yeah, other ones. it's been <laughs> shocking. It's really, no, I've lucked out. No, it's it's um, it's um really cool. It's funny, the, the year eights that I had in my first year yeah. are all graduating this year. So they're all finishing year 12 and they're all born in like 1998 as well. Yeah, that's, so that's a Welcome to the world, everybody. <laughs> and um, Are you looking forward to teaching, what is it, millennials? Is that what they're called? I'm, I'm teaching I'm millennials at the moment. I'm officially teaching, yeah. Went to, talk, went to talk history with some kids about 9-11. They go, we weren't alive then. I was like... Ah, oh, yeah, that's a thing now. Uh-huh. Kids are, yeah, kids aren't that old. The second they started being born in the year 2000 or after the year 2000 was when I knew that I was officially starting to go from that gap between, oh, you're the young teacher, like uh, Mr. Dawson. <laughs> well, you're going to hear more from Mr. Dawson really shortly. Hey, this is Will. Hey, this is Shin. And we're from Indiego. And you're listening to The Simo Show. Yeah, 8 to 10, Monday nights on Hills FM, 88.9. All right. Rock and roll. Welcome back. That was the boys from Indiago from last week, and that song was a little bit of, uh, you know, a great shout-out to Father's Day that just been and went. You hung out with yours, did you, buddy? Had a couple of beers? Actually, no, my dad was away. No way! Yeah, no, he, he wanted nothing to do with me. Him and, <laughs> him and mum headed down to our shack down at Pondalawi Bay. and uh, Mine too, but not there. They went to Merino. I was about to say, wow, yeah. what a co- <laughs> coincidence. Down to my shack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Who the hell are you guys? What are you doing yeah. here? This uh, is our shack. My parents didn't invite them in for a beer. It'd be a beautiful moment. It would. Hmm. Uh, speaking of beautiful moments, you're you are currently in rehearsals to provide another one to the audiences of Adelaide. Oh well, that's that's questionable. I suppose <laughs> the audiences will be able to tell you. Uh, I do love it when Buddy helps me out with a segue. No, it's so much segue. <laughs> He's yeah, so no. confident in I'm, himself, isn't yeah. he? I'm, uh, I'm uh, like I said before, performing in a show called Thoroughly Modern Millie, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Playing a guy called Trevor Graydon the Third, which is which is pretty funky. My, um, my good mates, Alana, Mitch and Sinead, actually kind of roped me in to do it. We were rehearsing another show, Catch Me If You Can, 
and uh, they weren't able to find somebody for this role and they knew I could grow a great moustache and that was really the clincher. So they didn't worry about the singing. <laughs> it was it was mainly the mo. Is that what drew you to the show then? Absolutely, yeah. So they just asked you and then that came up? Opportunity for facial hair? Yeah. Yes, thanks. That'd be great. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a great show and um, had a few things changing around in my life at the time and it was perfect to, to jump on in. And, I mean, the director and the choreographer and the musical director are just wicked. So. But for those that don't know, what's the show about? Um, so it's about this girl called Millie who comes to New York in the 1920s and she's marriage, super modern and stuff. Is it marriage focused? Uh, well, is that a she thing? wants to marry her boss because yeah. that's, you know, the smartest thing to do in the 1920s. Get mm. out of the kitchen, marry a boss who can, you know, pay for everything lovely for you. And I just happen to be that boss. Oh, no. Nice. Uh, yeah, no. So she wants me to be the sugar daddy. So, hey, Alana, how you doing? Um, <laughs> how you doing? Which is cool. And then, oh, my God, maybe everything doesn't go to plan. Who knows? Okay, right. Yeah. And that, beginning, middle and end. That hits yeah, the stage absolutely. October? Yeah, um, end of September. So two weeks from the 29th of September at the Arts Theatre. Come along. It's going to be a real good ride. Yeah, right. So you're kind of in the midst of Movember, which will be brilliant. Yeah, no. So but I'll you can't do Choptober because no, well, you'll be on stage. I can't do Choptober anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, have you ever seen Joe Dirt? With, have, with, uh, indeed. Yeah, absolutely. And the sequel, Joe Dirt 2. Oh, it's, oh, it's terrible. Say, is he related to Rory Mudd? Like, who is that, this person? I don't Who's Rory Mudd? I don't know. Anyway. I just made it up. That awful, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dirt and mud, along with yeah. along with Billy, along with Billy Ground. Yeah, that's exactly wow. what I went for. Yeah, Michael yeah. Gravel. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see that like, movie. Is that like they're, they're all Pokemon trainers with diglets? Absolutely. Yeah. It just reminds me of Kwame from Captain Planet going Earth just straight <laughs> into it. Um, no, but uh, yeah, no, all should be pretty schmick. I'm looking forward to it. And Fringe will be coming around relatively soon after that. Yeah, yeah, I've got two shows tied up for that so far as well. So. Oh, really? What, what's, what's on the agenda? Uh, so is, are they, are they, are they, is this an announcement? Is, this, uh, is that what I'm forcing coming, you into? 2017, Adelaide Friends. Yeah. No, I'm doing uh, two shows. I do a show with uh, a couple of really good friends of mine, Marilyn Greer and Leah Potter, every year called The Bailey Dolls. I'm pretty lucky they broke me into that a little while ago. Very 50s Andrew Sisters croony, and they're just absolutely incredible, great singers, so I get to mooch off their talent, which is nice. And then I'm doing a just show... Just have your microphone just turned off the entire time. Yeah, that is the plan, absolutely. <laughs> Although I'm the only male in the show generally, so they do have to, you know, try to drop it down a couple of octaves, but they do oh. pretty well. Yeah. And then another show with my mates Seb, Dave, Jason, Kara and Lucy called The Pale Ale Tales, which is a story about love, lust and beer, which is going to be really cool. And is that something that what already exists or something you're putting together? Um, it's actually nothing to do with me whatsoever. Really? I've just been okay. brought in. Um, a really good mate of mine, Dave, his uh, his brother Jason has written this. He's a brilliant writer. I'm really looking forward to, to getting into it. A couple of good monologues and duologues and, yeah, drinking a lot of beer throughout, which should be fun. Now, you previously, I actually uh, was lucky enough to go see something that you put together at the last Fringe. Is there plans to do that again? That was the, what was that again? That was Villainville. The... Yes. Yeah, musical exploration of villainy and evil. Yeah, where, uh, did you have a moustache during that? I can't remember. You no, definitely no, I didn't wore actually. a dress. Yeah, I did. I, yeah. The moustache would have, would have gone with the villain thing, yeah. though, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Real, like, vaudeville style with the, the curled moustache going through. Yeah, no, um, that was great. Really, really good fun. Did that with my mates Andrew and Tegan and we're looking to probably do it uh, again, uh, having a director come in to work with us and kind of ship shape a few of the things that didn't go especially awesomely <laughs> for maybe 2017 in the Cab Fest. But okay. we'll see what happens, I, I suppose. I was going to say, I, I didn't notice anything that needed work from Why, the first show, really. Stop I mean. it. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> and that was something that you put together? Uh, yeah, I, I started with the concept, but then um, I'm really lucky the two people I was tied up with are incredibly talented, really, really good. Managed to convince them somehow to come and do it with me. 
And then we worked on the script together, worked on the songs together, did all the arrangements, and uh, yeah, no, nah, absolutely love, and it was great. And was there anything in particular from that? Like, what 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 drew you to do a show about villains? What's the go oh, with that? I just I love a good villain. Yeah, there is nothing better than somebody who is just evil, just has one dimensional villain. Yeah, or? no, like zero redeeming factors <laughs> is great <laughs> for me. Even if they, you know, they're building it up, you think they're going to do something great. They've yep. got this, you know. Oh, actually, they're doing it. No, just evil. Just. <laughs> Just give it to me. But I've just always been a big fan of the bad guys. I don't know why. I think they're they're a lot more complex than the heroes a lot of the times. And that's one of the things I look at when I teach English. We always have a look at the antagonists as opposed to the protagonists, which is pretty funky fresh. So what's the ratio for you getting cast then in regards to guys that are no good and guys that are good? Look, it's, it's pretty good for villains, yeah. Yeah, is it really? Absolutely, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, Trevor Graydon, who I'm playing in, this isn't necessarily a villain, um, but I've played Brewster in Annie, hey, 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 yep. uh, which was great. Got to play a guy called Stephen Kodai in She Loves Me, who's definitely the villain. And I played Danny Zuko in Greece, who I think arguably is the villain of the entire thing. <laughs> the, yes, the message. <laughs> of the story is to give up all of your morals and just go out with a cool guy and start smoking. Yeah. Oh, what an exciting time. <laughs> so, yeah, no, nah, but there's something cool about villains. So, wait, some of those shows obviously uh, close to your heart. Is there any others, any any other shows that are really kind of close to your heart that you want to see come p- potentially to Adelaide that you haven't been a part of yet? This, I mean, there's heaps of heaps of ones that I'd love to be a part of. I yep. suppose the the thing is there's so many talented guys in Adelaide that there's going to be, you know, a bit of hustle-tussle, but that's brilliant. That's half the fun of it. I do love Susicle. That's probably one oh, of my really? favourites, as you know all about. And so would be, what, Cat for you then? Uh, I don't know. I think I'd really love to play Horton or General okay. Genghis Khan Schmitz or something like that. But, um, yeah, no, it's one of those shows which is cool. I got to direct it a couple of years ago with the Youth Theatre Company and they did a great job. They're amazing. Um, but it would be one of those shows that I'd like to be in. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Anybody listening, please put it on. Please put it on. <laughs> exactly. Don't stop, buddy, from uh, from performing in that. Please. Hills Radio 88.9 FM and online at hillsradio.com.au. Show, Monday nights, 8 or 10pm. There you go. Welcome back, sorry, ladies and Abby, gentlemen. I interrupted Abby there. I'm You're sorry, listening. Abby. Sorry That's that. correct. You listen to 88.9 FM by, <laughs> by choice. Uh, this is Simon saying Josh's name. This is Josh saying Buddy's name. This is Buddy saying Simon's name. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well done, well gentlemen. High hey. fives all round. Hey. That's it. And the topic is Buddy Dawson for this evening. Isn't and that a worrying thing? It is worrying. One of my favourite topics, though. <laughs> As it should be. Mm. Now, we've covered the moustache <laughs> quite significantly. Uh, <laughs> what? Just those few awkward <laughs> seconds of dead air. <laughs> what a segue. Now, now, we've done this. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing this on purpose, Simon? Potentially. Yeah. Now, doing is- what on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> now you're pretty expansively travelled. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, especially recently, last probably three okay. or four years, which has been great. Yeah. And, and why is that? Is that something you always wanted to do? Yeah, I um, I always wanted to go around the the world and see a few things. I was pretty lucky when I was young. I got to go to America and Canada for about five or six months with my family, which was great. But then I finished uni, started getting a bit of money and had my girlfriend at the time, who's still a really good friend of mine now, she decided to go on a big trip overseas. Okay. That was when I got my permanency, so I couldn't go along. Oh. And then the next year I thought, well, you know what, bugger it, I'm going to go myself and went over to Europe for three and a half months, which was great. Um, went to 27 countries, learned a couple of different languages, ate a lot of ridiculous food, which was brilliant. 
And um, yeah, no, from that I came home. I've gone to Spain with work, which has been great. Went to America. Wait, with work? Yeah, yeah. Five-week trip with, with work, taking 10 students over that were doing a, like a Spanish language So that's from study. the tourism point of view? No, it was, um, I, I was there as the, uh, the emotional support teacher. It was, uh, it was <laughs> really fascinating. How did moment. they fall for that? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure, but I'm, I'm really happy that they <laughs> yeah. did. So uh, thank you to my principal. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, but it was really cool, actually. Great experience. I mean, very full on. You're on 24 hours a day. You've got your phone just in case something does happen. I mean, realistically, it's like you have 10 children for, yeah. for you know, five and a half weeks, which is really interesting because I only have seven children myself at home. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was very interesting, yeah. And what was, what, anything significant that, that really stays with you from that particular trip or any anywhere in particular that you really kind of, uh, the experience that you had makes you want to go back? I, I, just a lot. I, I think really it's hard to narrow it down into into one thing. I suppose I'm a massive foodie, so being able to eat a lot of the food in different places was great. I remember we were in Austria and we went to this this really awesome place and I like to seek out all of the restaurants where you could not find English on any of the menus whatsoever. Number Visit two. You. Number yes, three. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, that way it wasn't going to be all the stuff which is set up for the tourists. It was where the locals eat. And I found this great schnitzel restaurant in Austria and quite literally you went in there, you didn't know anything, pointed at something and it came out. It was probably the best meal I had the entire time I was away. So so you, what, you're thankful to your right or left hand for whichever pointed to that particular yeah, dish? Yeah, it, it was the uh, it was the index finger on the left hand. Well done, uh, index never finger. I'll forget that moment. It was uh, <laughs> beautiful. And so any plans to do do another trip soon? Um, yeah, I'd like to. I'm really keen to, to head away and probably go with my brother next year to, to London to go see a heap of football and possibly go and do a Bailey oh, Dole show. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that's it. Go watch yeah, my beloved Bailey Dole Bolton shows, yeah. Wanderers play, you know, in front of a crowd of about 300 people. Which you might need great. to, I think you might need to hit the gym a little bit and, you know, look scary. Or grow more facial hair. I don't know what you're trying to say. Bolton. Uh, Bolton. Yes, people I mean, from Bolton. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully they can't get me. Well, that's been a joke my, that my about four people physique. might have got. <laughs> yeah. People from Bolton are fierce, man. I mean, they're not going to be able to come and get me here Somebody because of just, Brexit. So. They spat at their radio just, that's there, it, yeah. just in, in fear of me. They can't afford a television, of course. <laughs> well, that's so it. How are you going to get in with Brexit? Are you, what, does your family have a bit of a European passport or something or what? Um, we do. We've got a bit of English background, um, mainly German background, but, you know, we'll, we'll suss it out. We'll see what happens and... Um, hopefully be able to sort out something to get us over there. But so speaking of football, you have a bit of an unhealthy relationship with the Port Adelaide Football Club and one man in particular who's no longer part of that oh, football the club. the future. The future. What does that even mean? Oh, man. Well, so John Butcher is yes. my absolute favourite football player. Oh, no. Purely, <laughs> to be fair, though, purely out of irony. I mean, okay. By all accounts, he is the loveliest dude in the world. Yep. He's, you know, massive club man. When he plays for the Magpies, he's brilliant. Kicking efficiency is at like 88%. But then put that man in front of the goals in any AFL match and you have no idea where it's going to go. <laughs> it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But they call him the future. When he played his first five or six games, he kicked something stupid like 28 goals, ridiculously. So he was nicknamed the future. Hawthorne wanted to pick him up. And then since then, I think he's played about, you know, 14 games for 450 grand a year or something like that. Seeing that man, maybe now that he's delisted, he can finally make that move. Oh, man. I just, I'm just sure Hawthorne are just like, <laughs> there's just Victorian clubs like running to the door to try and sign his name. Lining up. To the door, Piling up. From just the door. To... You know, whatever's good. Whatever's good. Um, but no, I do. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed about <laughs> Victorian the, the clubs showing him the door. So did you ever get to meet the man? Not yet. Well, but uh, if, here, if, no. if anybody, just bring him in. If you're out there, bring John, him in. If you're out there, we'd no, like you to we come don't in. have the budget for that. 
Well, we might, considering he's... <laughs> he's just been delisted to take any page, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man I'll give you 20 bucks and a six-pack of red tins. All right, done. That's it, John, if you're listening. That's a hate Scott deal. What do you think? Would you, what, would you, what, what would you do? Oh, if I saw the man, the legend, is that what you're, yeah. is that what you're discussing? Yeah, I don't if, know. You, if you were confronted with John Butcher in front of you, what would you do? Well, it's funny, like, I like to not make people feel awkward. Like, you know, if you, the amount of people that must go up and be like, hi, oh, I'm really sorry, um, I just... I just really... I know you're John great. Butcher. Could I get a photo? Can I just grab a photo with you? That'd, that'd be great. We had a colleague, actually, that approached a, a football player. A colleague? Yeah, we... Yeah, that's the may best or, way to put it, isn't may it? May or may not be not sitting on his desk. <laughs> yeah. Um, who approached a AFL football player from the Adelaide Crows and proceeded to show him... First problem. ...the uh, dream team. <laughs> the dream team. You know oh. how you can pick your players? And he proceeded to tell him that he wasn't getting enough from him uh, on a week-to-week basis. <laughs> In regard to points. I have um, made that needed. Have dreamed about that very much. <laughs> that is great. Well, this this colleague did, uh, actually lived it. Did he pick up his game over the next couple of weeks? Uh, no, I believe he got told to shut up. F off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a few I got in to swearing last week, so yeah. I won't repeat those words. <laughs> yeah. To Frank off. Yeah, that's yeah. it. To yeah. fire truck off. That yeah. doesn't make that's any it. sense, but sure, that's cool. So you'd you'd try not to be creepy, and you wouldn't pull out the dream team either. No, I, I think I look creepy enough with my with my current that's facial. True. I think John Butch already knows how bad he is on dream I, team. There's no people pointing that out for him. I 100 put him in my super coach team for the last two weeks of the season because he scored. I think something ridiculous. Against the Brisbane Lions, he kicked six goals. I, th- I think six goals, and it was like 160 points. This year? Thought, oh, yeah. And they delisted him? Oh, Isn't did. that enough to warrant another deal? You no. didn't see no, that. No, if you've no. seen the state Brisbane's in, you no, know, that's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, nah, nah, you you and I could kick six against. Actually, we'd probably kick eight or nine kick against them. <laughs> kick more? I just tell you more about how bad yeah. Brisbane are. So who are you gonna? Uh, who's the future now that there's been a delisting? Well, who? Well, what's what, the future? What, what, of the what bandwagon future? are you gonna jump on? No, no, stick, in, I'm gonna stick with my uh, with my teal, black, white, and silver. We the, have. That's four what I mean. Colors. Yeah. So it's there'd be a beautiful. there'd be another player there in the wings waiting for the buddy love. I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, of old Charlie Dixon. He's okay. he's pretty good. You if like the big can, boys? If he can mark a football, <laughs> you're just something about players that can't kick goals. That's what you're. <laughs> that's you're exactly a fan what of, it is. Yeah. But I really like Aaron Young. Aaron Young. So let me guess. Travis Cloak's one of your other favorite players. Yeah. Oh, cloaky, straight on. <laughs> I really want to uh, head to a team that's, you know, got a great winning environment. Uh, well, maybe you should stop being such a... Mm, and uh, get yourself involved back at your own football club. That'd and be great. so you... What, how many how many games a, a year do you tend to attend? Because I, I see you there waving around your, your flag pretty often. Yeah, pretty well every game. Wow. Um, which, is, which is great. I'd like to go away a little bit more to go and see some of them, but... You know, sometimes rehearsals get in the way, which is which is a bit of a bugger. But um, unfortunately, there hasn't been too much to miss at uh, home port games this year. So if I miss a game, you know, you can just be sad at home, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just yeah. see all the Facebook notifications coming up, giving you grief. Is that about Absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. Getting messages from my mates. I've got one of my good mates at work is a raging Adelaide Crows supporter. Um, <laughs> flaming. Yeah, flaming. <laughs> yeah, um, but he just gives me great grief. It's good. The banter is real. It's a it's a lovely moment. Well, we're going to uh, continue to, with the banter. We're currently working out what house from uh, Hogwarts I would be placed in. Is that correct? Because you are already placed in, in Hufflepuff. Is that I'm correct? A, I am a Hufflepuff through and through. I can give you another question well right give now, us Simon. give the give the listeners the, the question and okay. they'll find out what the answer was after the track oh. river by ash grunwald is coming up what's the question Josh? question question think about this while you're listening to river by ash grunwald moon or stars that's a pretty simple one that's but moon or stars moon. that's deep that is deep mm-hmm. 
Simo Show, Monday nights, 8 till 10pm. Welcome back, people. Breaking news. Here we Breaking go. News. Uh, if I'm you were wondering if I selected, what was it, moon or stars, it's got to be the moon, right? Is that Would that be your selection? Would that? Well, it looks really easy your interpretation of the word stars, isn't it? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and the word oh, moon. Now we're interpreting this too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yes. Over the course of this evening, Simo was talking about what Hogwarts house it would be in. We've just because Buddy obviously brought Buddy, it up sorry, in yeah. regards to the the Hufflepuffness. And are you a particularly good finder then? Um, I managed to find my way here. Yeah, uh, no, you I didn't. Was, you followed me. Following you. <laughs> yeah, so you found your car at least. Yeah, so exactly. You found, you your car. Absolutely. So we've we, we, we've been putting Simon under the sorting I'm hat now. The sorting hat fruit. has a lot of questions to ask. <laughs> yeah. Moon or stars, some left or right, dawn or dusk. So much. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if you found yourself in a dark alley and you heard a strange noise, what would you do? Hide, All run, sort of and hide. Uh, I'm actually going to hand this over to Buddy. Buddy can uh, <laughs> oh, Buddy no. can read out the congratulatory <laughs> oh, message for you. I don't, I don't really. Well, I really didn't want to know. Do we have a drum roll or something? Uh, do, we, do it like? Do we need a sorting hat um, voice as well? Is that uh, is this thing? I Congratulations <laughs> on being sorted into Ravenclaw. <laughs> There you go. Fantastic. I'm happy with that. I guess I always knew deep down. Absolutely. Does that make me an elitist? Is that that a thing? Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Ravenclaws tend to have a history of just rubbing in the fact that they're from Ravenclaw. But look. That sucks. Blue, (laughs) really good colour for you. Really? There you go. Okay. Fair enough, fair mm. enough. What are we going, what are we going to go with now, Simon? Uh, well, we need, what do we normally do? We normally split up the dings and the buzz. The dings and the buzz. So um, we'll start with Matt Damonos. Mm. As Matt, have we got the music ready? Ah, no. No, so we'll, so we'll do, do the most, other one. Okay. <laughs> hey, let's do the not that yeah, one. Yeah, let's do the not that one. Let's I do have the not that one. We'll start I with not prepared delicious. That. Yes. Yeah, we'll, start with the, we'll start with the interview face-off. Oh, brilliant. Interview face-off every week. Do you familiar with the, the movie Face-Off, buddy? There we go. <laughs> Not law and order, but I'm going to take his face off. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's an actual line. It, it but is. That is. That okay, Nick that's Cage fine, yeah. says that. Yeah, he does. I, I absolutely You've seen this? Nick that's Cage. Oh, my man. Give you me some crisp. affinity. Boom. You know Nick Cage was in every film that's ever been made. Look it up. <laughs> Google yeah. that now if you're listening. <laughs> is, that, is that another we'll conspiracy? Kane on the, Kane on the direct fact line will be able that's to fill us in on brilliant. that, whether yeah, he has or hasn't been in every, <laughs> every film. <laughs> makes a I'm just waiting for my phone to buzz now with it. <laughs> so uh, Face Off, what yeah. do we do every week, Simo? Can you explain Face Off to Buddy for us? Yes. Yes, I can. Face Off. Interview Face Off. Interview face off. Yes, it's going to be a 50 50. So you have a, that generally means you have a 50% chance of, of getting this correct, each answer. Good. How many questions you got this time around? Five. It's only ever five? five? Okay. Every week it's five. Tends to be a Nicolas Cage or John Travolta uh, type answer. Basically, and the only two answers we're looking for is Cage or Travolta. That's yes, all you need to tell us. That's it. And that tends the the questions tend to be about one of their movies, or I think he did anagrams one week. Anagrams which, last week with tough. the Indiago boys. Yeah, that was just like, <laughs> oh, there's no there's, there's no clues in yeah, this. Absolutely, one of them was like, <laughs> had absolutely. Nothing. I got the list of anagrams from last week outside. I could go look it up, but one of them had fart in it. Yeah, yeah, like, was, all that kind of stuff. Sense. I like. Um, I personally, what I really liked your the cameo questionnaire, which was 
when you when you the name of their character. That's correct. Yep. Yep. Okay. What have you got for us this week? This week is quotes. Now we have done around a couple oh, of weeks ah, ago. Yes, good. Yes. yes. We did quotes from the actual like from the actor, not from the movie. This is quotes that a character said from their oh movie. Oh my god. There we go. This is the, I'm I'm actually Are you I'm, born for this? I have the most ridiculous collection of Nicolas Cage <laughs> movies ever at home. <laughs> no. A few of these are gonna be oh, very easy for you. I have, I have I've just included them because I've always wanted to say these quotes. This is brilliant. You have to do the voice. Oh I, no, you I'm, can't do the voice because then we'll know. No, uh, yeah. Oh, can't. I can put on an American accent because they're both American, so Stunning. I can at least do that, right? Exciting news. Yeah. Okay. What you could do is you should do the opposite. So for That's every long cage, just mix it up. So like if it's well, a like, cage. What's a, what's a cage and Travolta? What difference do they say? Can I, can I possibly get like a point if I pre-guess what one of the quotes is? <laughs> because I'm almost positive you're going to say, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> is that a point? Is that in there? I wish it was. No. <laughs> Sorry, that's, but I mean, that, I, I'm well that's aware actually that, minus a point for trying to guess what I've already got fair. now. I'm well aware that that is, in fact, a national treasure. Thank can you. you name the actor who... <laughs> <laughs> can you name the actor who played Riley? Who played... Oh, yeah. who played Riley? <laughs> yes. Nobody remembers Riley. Justin Bartha. I thought you were going to go oh, like, straight Justin to the Bartha. dad. No, no, no. Uh, oh. Justin Bartha also played Doug from uh, The Hangover and he goes missing for the entire film. That's a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, I right. always thought, I always had him pegged for big things. Uh, and they just never happened, never happened. did it? No. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ready to jump into this? We'll just jump Strange, straight in the deep end, Simon. Green, bluish man. Ready to jump straight in the deep end, buddy? Bring it. Okay. Is, is this like, do we... Oh, 20 a, seconds on the clock, a, Simon. Simo's our countdown. And do we Go. have the... Okay. I want to shake you naked and eat you alive. Oh, hang on, I've got to do the accent. I want to shake you naked and eat you alive. <laughs> Who's this for? Is this for me? Yes. Is it Cage uh, Travolta. Travolta. Uh, well, I had a dream that I would own a coin operator laundromat, but that came down from that cloud real quickly. Cage. <laughs> uh, did you ever hear that philosophy that once a man admits that he is wrong, that he is immediately forgiven for all his wrongdoings? Have you ever heard that? Oh, wow. Uh, 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 Cage. How in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of that cell? Uh, Travolta? Uh, and number five, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire. Oh, we know that one. <laughs> do we? I know that one. You know that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you uh, not? Uh, let's go straight to Trolter. No! <laughs> you rookie! Oh, oh, I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to give too much away. I wonder what answer that was. I don't want to give too much away. Can we get the buzzer ready, please? Mate, how about we let's do something different. Let's have a let's have a track in between. Let's just uh, console ourselves from that. Just, mate, I can't deal. Is that zero? No, that's, that's just... Oh, just quickly, Khan has just gone us into the direct fact line that Nicolas Cage has in fact been in every movie. <laughs> Welcome back into the studio of 88.9 FM. To the remnants of a bloodbath that oh, was just from... That happened. That, that face-off. That was Shame. A, that was a brutal 20 seconds. Shame. Now <laughs> yeah. we've got... Uh, Shame. I've got the dings and the buzzers all set. Do you need the dings? Dings and the buzzers all set. Uh, now, the uh, there we go. There's your ding. If you hear a correct answer, you'll get a ding. If you get a wrong answer, you're going to hear a... There we go. Um, yeah, we'll get used to that. <laughs> Both at once. Um, <laughs> now, I think the current record holders in Diego on 300 million points we were talking about, Simon. Great effort so, by the boys, actually. Yeah, yeah last week. We're going to give uh, 1 billion points for every for correct, every correct answer. answer. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> he's, he's just realised how that worked. <laughs> so it's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a small chance you could take the lead. Yeah, so you the could, only way you, you can't take the lead is if, in fact, you didn't get a single one correct. Well, okay. I, I, uh, I'm a Hufflepuff, so <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's start from the Hopefully top. Hopefully you can find an answer. Number one, uh, I want to shake you naked and... Oh, I want to shake you <laughs> naked and eat you alive. You said John Travolta. Wrong. Nicolas Cage. Bad times. That's from a movie called Xanderly, which I've never heard of. But anyway. There you go. Oh, I don't know why this is happening. Number two. Uh, well, I had a dream that I'd own a coin-operated laundromat, but I came down from that cloud real quickly. Said Nicolas Cage. Sorry, mate. That's John Travolta from Hairspray. Oh, mate. So a Hairspray as well. That's right up your alley. Not from two at the yeah. moment. Ooh, come on. you got to get one, surely. Number three. Can I, though? Number three. Did you ever hear of that philosophy that once a man admits that he is wrong, he's immediately forgiven for all wrongdoings? Have you ever heard that? Said Nicolas Cage. That's John Travolta from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, my <Man. laughs> So we're out from three so far. So much failure. Um, now we'll st- skip to number five. Now, number five, we kind of mocked you oh, quite yes, mercilessly yeah, yeah, before yeah. that last song. Yeah. I'm a vampire, 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 I'm a vampire. <laughs> Said John Travolta, that's Nicolas Cage from Vampire's Kiss. He's <laughs> crashed and burned. <laughs> what a, what a so we got uh, number four. So we're about oh. up to number four. Now, this we is really the, need a drum roll, but I don't have the, one. <laughs> This could be the, yeah, that's it. the redeeming quote. How in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell? You said John Travolta. That's Nicolas Cage. Oh. <laughs> He's waiting. Is that for real? That oh, man. Zero from five. So, am uh, I on negative five billion points? Well, you're on negative a point because you tried to guess the national treasure <laughs> quote. You're the only person we've had do this game that's oh, actually dear. ended up on I, a negative score. I stand score. by my decision that as Nicolas Cage is in every film ever, the chances of him playing John Travolta playing Nicolas Cage could have been pretty high. So you might have actually got four or five million, million, hundred million points or something there. Yeah. But you mentioned that you actually have a substantial Nicolas Cage Which collection at home. Which is doing that's, me absolutely I mean, no good right That's now. embarrassing, that is. That's what I mean, what kind, what, what kind of cage? Are we talking late cage? Are we talking early cage? Look, I, I, something for I'm everyone? I'm talking really bad B-grade cage. Yeah. Like Sorcerer's to, Apprentice? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trying, trying to remake all of the Liam Neeson movies I would have called Zandali and Vampire's Kiss would be mm. B-grade. What, what's the one Can where he has a motorcycle and he turns into a Ghost skull Rider. with flames? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Oh, man. See, is that, this is just what happens in my life. I, I, I shoot out Because I think that's so a big excited. hit in America. Not so much here, but yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Isn't there, there's like a Bangkok title as well that he's uh, from. Yeah, there's a... Isn't, don't know that one? No. Uh, Rush hour. Well, we'll find out. Uh, Kane, if you can find out, there's a title that Nicholas Cage is. Uh, there's a horrendous title which includes Thanks, that capital. No, we uh, need capital you, Kane. City. We need you, Kane. Yes. All right, what have we got? So you have a bit of an unhealthy obsession with the man? Well, look, apparently not. Uh, That's a quite <laughs> a healthy obsession. I feel like somebody's just said to me, hey, are you interested in boats? Yeah, absolutely interested in boats. Um, <laughs> I've got an amazing... Have water? No. No. <laughs> uh, never seen it, uh, but I really love boats. Great. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, fair cool. Yeah, no, all talk, no cage, clearly. Nice. Hey. Welcome yeah. back to Joshua. <laughs> exactly. Great to be he's here. Always, he's always Great got to my be back. Here. <laughs> I do when you forget to push the buttons. I've always got your back. Thank goodness for that. You're here with Simon saying Buddy's name. Josh saying Josh's name. Yep. <laughs> 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 got him. 
Gave up. Yeah. Come on, mate. Nice. Now, uh, you've currently crashed and burned in the uh, Nicolas Cage Travolta type uh, guessing game. I'm, I'm re, so re-looking at the rest of my life right now. You've got a whole lot of uh, catching up to do on your on your mm. collection at home. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really need disappointing. need to expand that collection a little bit. <laughs> you know, we went out there, we tried to play the game. We, you know, tried to play the game, didn't play the game well. <laughs> However, you have the chance to redeem yourself. Mm. <laughs> By identifying this theme music. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a fan of uh, Matt Damon, the Jason Bournes, etc., etc.? Matt Damon. Yep. <laughs> well, this uh, particular segment has absolutely nothing to do with the film. Great. Uh, or, Ma- or Matt Damon. Yeah. How's really your How's your current affairs knowledge? Um, it's you know, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's there. Mm, sure, <laughs> goody, it exists. Goody goody gumdrops. Wicked. Well, it's okay because uh, how how kind of not distinct, but how far fetched are these news articles you've managed to provide us for, uh, Josh? Let's see. One is quite ridiculous. One's Australian. <laughs> yep. Two are Australian. <laughs> The fourth and final one is just un- unguessable. Okay, right. Brilliant. <laughs> That's uh, that bodes well for both of you guys. Because this, this is everything. This is uh, Buddy against Simon. This one, as well as our next little challenge we have, which is the not biased against Simon challenge, which is biased against the week. I'm sure I'll manage to lose yeah. that too. Face the <laughs> stare down music. That's it. Yeah. So basically, what we do here, Buddy, is we have a. I've picked out four headlines from the week, replaced one or two or four or sixteen words with Matt Damon. Good. <laughs> God, God, your God. choice, your your task. Come on, man, you got this. Your your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to uh, try and guess the words that we've replaced. What were you going to do if I say no? Sorry, don't accept it. Well, there's the door, mate. You know where you go. <laughs> don't know, hit you on the way it, out. It. I'll take it. <laughs> okay, let's start. Let's start from the top. Good news. Soon you'll be able to lick Matt Damon. Brilliant. That's two um, words. It's two words. Soon you'll be able to. L- Brilliant is in is also in the. Did you no, say that was good? In the- <laughs> good news. Soon you'll be able to lick Matt Damon. Good news. Good news. Soon mm. you'll be able to lick Matt Damon. So okay. it's previous. It's previously not unlickable. I'm going with the stars. Soon okay. you'll be able to lick the star. <laughs> so not only is Richard Branson giving you the ability to fly up there, you can now taste mm, the star. Taste the well, he's definitely star. going to be the one because you wouldn't want to jump in what Elon Musk is building Absolutely around the not. corner. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you want to lick? Okay, good news. Okay, the Bible. No, no, your cat. <laughs> I've, I've your... always been able to lick the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it oh, suggests that something's been made to your lick cat? something. And your cat. That right. is correct. Your cat. Like a hypo. Cat this did this did the rounds on no this Have did the rounds on Facebook not been able to lick your cat is well, that it did a the thing? rounds on Facebook that okay. there's a, a a Kickstarter or GoFundMe one of those campaigns uh, for a, a called the Licky Brush and you know, it's a giant rubber tongue or brush that you put in your mouth <laughs> you put it in your mouth and then you can actually lick your cat with like you're grooming your Brilliant. cat. What? No. Uh, how did I not don't. come up with that idea myself? <laughs> yeah. I could have made, honestly, dollars. Because, you know what, quite simply, <laughs> like, you're a normal person. <laughs> now, the creators have said for this, uh, yeah. this licky brush. Several while, cents. While watching our cats groom each other, they say, we observe that it's only cats who get to clean each other. Now, there's a reason for that. <laughs> it's not normal uh, to lick a cat. Oh, it depends how many relationships you've been through, It doesn't Josh. taste like strawberries and collar. Yeah. It's I not a chupa chup. I can imagine the guys right? that have done this, like, standing in the corner of a room looking at their cats just with a real sort of, like, stare down. Like, Seeing a cat groom yourself day. going, oh, I want to get an I'll action. groom you, Fluffles. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> Wait. So, 
Was it his own cat or is he staring down Guy's other cats? <laughs> well, that just <laughs> makes it even worse. The <laughs> yeah. I really like, wanted to lick other cats, oh, so I made this lick that one. Yeah, but you exactly, know. yeah. Okay, nice. next one. What else you got? Uh, quotation marks. This show makes me want to die, end quotation. Loving to hate Matt Damon. This is four, four words. Four words here and it's a TV show. Okay, uh, there's my hint for you. Four words in a TV show. The Kardashians is only two. Um, Keeping up with the Kardashians is five. So no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, four word program. That's, that's a test in itself trying to come up with it's that. A, it's Australian TV show. Okay. It's, it's from Australia. Married in the Dark. Oh, no. Kissing in the Dark. What's that? Oh, that it's, thing. Yeah, go, oh, go with that. No, is that? No, oh. sorry. Married at First Sight. No. No. I thought that was going to be yeah, yeah. good answers. The big music quiz. The big music. Really, people oh. not enjoying that. People are not enjoying that. Is, that. Do you uh, want to read some of the quotes that, that were coming? That is Do you want to read some of the comments on Twitter about it, boys? That deserves a sneeze. Close. There we go. Yeah. Perfect. Um, some of the glowing comments here I've got are: the big music quiz is like Spicks and Specks, but without the charm or the wit or anything endearing at all. Lots of flashing lights, though, from what I've seen, uh, and wow. lots of terrible dancing. And the second one: watching the big music quiz with family. Show makes me want to die, to be honest. Dark man. Wow. Yeah. That's a bit. That's that's a bit rough. I mean. But are you going to say mean? show makes me want to die? Nah, just kidding. In a comment. <laughs> LOL, JK. I mean, did you really need the? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, just to be honest, everyone. Sorry. Okay, round three. Both boys, both on zero here. Still yeah. a chance for anyone. But but definitely endeavouring. Anyone? Yeah. To that, that, that was there was some good. Uh, there was some good. Yeah. I'm going for a good for Four a clean sweep of zeros. <laughs> <laughs> How it went so wrong for Matt Damon so early? That's one word. It's a politician. There you go. That's your hint. How it went so wrong for Matt Damon? Oh no! So early. It's that guy. I'm going to say Cruz. As in Ted Cruz. Okay. Or is this one of the Australian ones? Yeah, I think it's the Australian one, that, that one that I relatively... I my answer. He's, and he's the one Am that... Am I allowed to retract he's, my he's answer? He's the one yes. that's been... Uh, what is it called when you uh, annoy someone else? Irritate slash... Hinch. <laughs> is that what it's called, a hinch? <laughs> no, 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 Darren no, no. Hinch. <laughs> <laughs> um, was no, it? no, Malcolm Ma- uh, Turnbull. Malcolm Turnbull. Oh. How it went you so wrong for Turnbull? Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, no, that's, is that a I like to point? I like to try and make these to give someone okay, no was, chance. To yeah, no, I had no chance. Um, <laughs> now this is about the what happened <laughs> in Parliament last week. The half the Liberal MPs. He's been MPs going for a while though. Bung it off before the the thing before they were voting. Oh yeah, so they yes. Yeah, so Malcolm, just uh, just got to catch a helicopter. Just back popping home. out. Yeah. yeah, that's Bronwyn Bishop there, just oh, on the way out from Parliament. See you later, Malcolm. Just heading home. Um. Yeah, so that was that was a bit of a, a bit of a bit of a farce. I think yes, the yeah, no, word. that was well People documented. I really should have All that. Right, yeah, <laughs> no, last okay, last one. Here we go. Ready? Okay, the Great Wall. Why the Matt Damon whitewashing is no big deal in China. How many words? Two words. Something. The Great Wall. Why the Matt Damon whitewashing is no big deal in China. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone at all? Wait, what? Whitewashing? So, this is, in so wait, is that like? This is in reference to wall? a movie. There's a movie about coming out about the Great Wall of China. There's a big battle set on it, and the main character has been Karate Kid made white. Oh, Matt Damon's in that. He is. Funnily enough, yeah. there it is. Oh no! The answer we we're looking for oh, is Matt, Matt Damon. Okay, well played. The word That's Matt Damon with Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Again. That is uh, correct. Yeah. I'm zero from Simo, 10. that's the first was, time you've um, won this one. That was spectacular. This is the only reason you guys invited me in here, wasn't it? <laughs> it <laughs> is. To basically. lose spectacularly. Just, just this, the horrendous setup and there. And apparently, wow. apparently it's not a big deal in China. 
apparently they're not really that fussed that Matt Damon's been made the lead character. Well, I mean, I heard that movie's been given two billion thumbs up in China. Actually, I'm, wow. I'm keen to actually see that. Are you, buddy? I'm, uh, I'm interested. Well, look, anything uh, that that generally comes out into the movies that allows me to avoid my marking is something that I would like to go and see. <laughs> yeah. So, absolutely. The bizarre thing is he looks younger in that movie than his character of Jason Bourne did in the recent Jason He's Bourne. He's almost Benjamin Buttoning at the moment, yeah, isn't he? He's, like, slowly, like, raising himself down to yeah. a tiny, tiny human. I think if they... In about 35 years, he'll be an infant. <laughs> I think, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. He'll be in like okay. yeah, the Little Rascals featuring Matt Damon. That's great. <laughs> it's going to be great. Well, no, I figure maybe they were just making him look older because there were some flashback scenes in the in the Bourne franchise. So we'll make him look older so the flashback scenes look even more impressive. But then when they do the next Bourne movie, they're going to make him look even older. <laughs> yeah, it's a slippery slope. I haven't thought this one through, have in they? In 30 years' time, Looking. they're just going to eventually be using the pun of Bourne and just have him just slowly like doing a, <laughs> like an anti-birth, just straight up <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. Wow. Oh, dear. And that will be a dramatic closing <laughs> scene. <laughs> Hopefully he stops working before then. Hey, this is Will. Hey, this is Shin. And we're from In Diego. And you're listening to The Simo Show. Yeah, 8 to 10, Monday nights on Hills FM, 88.9. All right. Rock and roll. Those boys want to rock. Yeah, that's it. Those boys do want to rock. Brilliant. And roll. want to rock. That's it, and we're here with uh, Buddy Dawson this evening, Dawson. and joined by our resident photographer. Yes, that's what, who you can Nathan hear clicking corner. away in the background there, so you can see the all the action on the Facebook page. Uh, there's action packed in here. There <laughs> yeah, just the, the, the disappointment in my eyes after going naught <laughs> yeah. for ten. He's got a nice wide angle lens and gets up nice and close so you that he can see all the uh, go through the tears the, like <laughs> yeah. welling up in my eyes right that's now, it. and yeah. just magnifies. I got it that a message from my parents. They've told me not to bother coming home ever. <laughs> So it's been great. It's really Luckily, nice. you're buying a house, right? Paying Absolutely. Off a mortgage? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. No, it'll, I'll get in there eventually. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be great. To, you know. Fantastic. Yes. And now we are up to the uh, part of the evening where we have a uh, guest challenge. Yes. The, the Totally Not Biased Against Simon Challenge. We call it every week. Now, Brilliant. in the past, we've had dialogues, we've had monologues, we've had. The thing is, I'm so versatile. What have we had? We've had design. It's been a great test. Like a snicket snake. <laughs> uh, this week, now. Seems we've got Buddy in. Buddy's a teacher, so I thought I went the teaching theme. Okay, here we if go. If I get this nothing is. out of this, <laughs> I have had to <laughs> I have get like a call from my principal, hey, mate, yeah. just don't bother coming in tomorrow. Thanks yeah. very much. You get nothing. And then you'll get a call. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. I have yeah. had to change the name of this contest to avoid any copyright issues. Oh. This is Are You Smarter Than a Sixth Grader? Nice. We're doing tonight. Yeah, now. You can't, it's just <laughs> totally not based on any other idea. I'm not sure that I will be. <laughs> totally, totally not stolen from another TV show. Oh, dear. Uh, we've got three questions each here boy three questions each boys three questions each so we're not competing not competing against or oh, we can do, 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 do we have do, like a tiebreaker we, we can do, we can do six total okay yes. well we can do we can you guys can buzz in let's yeah. do that no. what do we like just what are we forget doing the right? way i said it you know, let's, <laughs> yeah no, let's do what you want do whatever you want me here Simon. That's yeah that's it. it i worked hard on this i'll do the sound of how about the first three buddy gets buddy gets the opportunity to answer first no no we'll just just say no 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 just check your buzzer let's check your buzzer simon is your buzzer working uh yes uh it is just say no there we go is your buzzer working buddy wow all right beautiful okay ready Question one. Plymouth Rock, the site where the Pilgrims landed in 1620, is located in what US state? A, Virginia, B, Massachusetts, C, New Hampshire. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Buddy. That's your buzzer. You're <laughs> Over in. to you, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to be wrong. Is it in Massachusetts? It is in Massachusetts, oh. correct. 
weeks. There we go. Oh, wait, hey. oh, wait that's bacon. That's I don't need that. The celebratory <laughs> bacon. Oh, my God. And yeah. this bacon is right in front of me right <laughs> yeah. now. You can't see it. It's amazing. It's Sorry, so there sizzling. we go. There's the applause. There we well done. I don't Keep know if I enjoy that as much as the bacon. Oh, okay, right. We can do both. There you go. Don't bend your hands. Similar, actually. I like to refer that to as rapturous bacon. As someone really looks like enjoying that bacon being cooked. Alrighty. Question two. Question two. Question two. If I were to sell you, I'm a numismatist. What would I enjoy collecting? A coins, B maps, C stamps. Wow. Oh, you're up again. In again, buddy. Is that stamps? That is incorrect. So I'm going to give it over to you now. Uh, it's not coins because my dad collects coins and that's not what they're called. Uh, it would be the other one. <laughs> so you're saying it's maps? No, not the same one as Buddy. Ah, uh, stamps. Yeah. No, wait, whichever one wasn't Buddy and isn't the coins. I said stamps. So you're saying maps. That's uh, incorrect. It's Are coins, you... Simon, you idiots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> it is coins. What? Wait, what was the term? Coins. Numismatist. Okay, right. Numismatist. Well, maybe that's Dad. You're, these, you're uh, also wrong. These Sorry. are actually questions yeah. borrowed from what, that TV show. What age? The, this is from the, the, the TV show that shall not be named. Yeah. Actual questions from the TV show. That <laughs> from Voldemort? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you smarter than Voldemort? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the name of this show. Yeah, this is to join the death. Harry Potter. Not. Yes. Moscow. No, number three. Uh, a bonobo is A, a Japanese bird, B, a reef shark, or C, a small ape. Oh, uh, <laughs> I think Buddy was in first again. Yeah, he definitely is. That's a small ape, a bonobo. That's what I would go that with. That is correct. Oh, Buddy. nice one. Hello, hello. Buddy with two, uh, Simo with a lot go. of work to do here. Three yes, questions left. Thank you so much for showing me the answers, then. That was really. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. In the sun's core, hydrogen atoms fuse together to create what other element? A, oxygen. B, carbon. C, helium. B. Sorry, he didn't buzz in. <laughs> he didn't buzz in. That's correct. Buddy. Is it B? No. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a science teacher. Uh, Simo. Simo. Yep. It's not Who's B. Set up? It's not B, so it's oxygen or helium. Which one's it going to be, mate? Pick one. Wait, me? Now. Me? Do it now. Okay. Does your voice really uh, pitched when you're near the sun? <laughs> the third one. Helium. Ah, yep. oh, Simo's on the mail. Alrighty, now this is the fight back. He's got two questions to come back. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> <sighs> what? <sighs> what white? Question five. What white puffy clouds are known as fair weather clouds? A. Cumulus. B. Cumulonimbus. Or C. Stratus. Wow. <laughs> you again? Stratus. That is incorrect. No. Simo, you get this from white at the schools of level. Uh, cumulus or cumulonimbus? I believe uh, you mean cumulus. I'm going to go the cumulus? one. Cumulus? I'm gonna cumulus go the, or cumulonimbus? I'm going to go the one with the nimbus in it. Cumulonimbus is correct. Oh, I nailed it. Simo. Oh, this oh, is it. Too good. See, I thought cumulonimbus were the ones that <laughs> had water slowly filling it up. He's I have no bloody idea. My youngest anyway. brother was obsessed with clouds at a young age. As you do. Here we you go. Know, all right. All the things, eh? Yep. Boys, I don't See, I'm like, living, I'm like living like the Slumdog that, Millionaire thing right now. You know how like... It's two apiece right now. It yeah, is two it apiece is. right now. I don't want to put any pressure on you, but yeah. this question will decide it. Alrighty. Okay. Question number six. 30% of 40% is equal to 20% of what percent? <laughs> the photographer's <laughs> just lost it back a, there. F- a Wait, can you, can you repeat the question? <laughs> I can't, I'm laughing. 30% of 40% is equal to 20% of what percent? A, 45%, B, 60%, (laughs) C, 70%. Oh, dear. I'm going to go with B. 
Oh, it's got it. Oh, my God. Uh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Did you hear his buzzer? Oh, no. Wow. It was no buzzer. Oh, I've wow. pulled my headphones out in such a rage, I can't even tell what's oh, happening. Dear. Uh, no buzzer. I call for another question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that I mean, I was told specifically at the start of this segment that there I was going to be. I haven't got any more questions. <laughs> the sheets uh, of paper are flying around the room. I'm calling for. It was me. I don't know whether Simo just guessed it or he's a genius. Oh, dear. He's like the beautiful mind of me or something. <laughs> I'm a genius. I am. Ah, so the final score. A genius. Gonna give it to Simo. But he's eating it. Oh, come on, mate. None of that. <laughs> I can taste the new beat. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulled it out of nowhere, Simon. Yeah, mate. Where did he come from? He's uh, like the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, dear. Oh. The Flash actually knows Whoa. a lot about clouds. So the Flash I knows do. a bit about clouds really and a bit about math. I told apparently. you, I was living let's my... Let's just crinkle that paper up right for the I viewers. I was living oh. my... Uh... Oh, that's got saliva all over it. That's <laughs> gross. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did get put <laughs> in my mouth. So. Oh, dear. Don't look back in... It's all over my head. Don't look back in anger, buddy. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're wow. listening to The Simo Show starring Josh. Uh, this is Simon saying Josh's name. This is Josh saying Simon's name. Uh, this is Buddy saying everyone's name uh, all together at once. Nice. Thank you. That was confident. Buddy like, Josh. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, well Buddy done. Buddy Josh. Oh, well, those, uh, the hours have gone quickly, gentlemen. The uh, the points have been shared and then they've been no, taken. Really. Yeah, really been shared. oh, they were I'm shared really for a moment. Yeah, were they? Yeah, they were. Two, we were two apiece. Just to really uh, make me suffer in my jocks, I you know had the two losses, then was all ready to go, yep. and then a no buzzer third answer. <laughs> Contentious. We've had a couple of texts come in saying yep. they were, they're unhappy about it. Um, I won't show anybody those texts, but yep. uh, yeah, they totally <laughs> came in. Can you read them out for us? Just <laughs> uh, sorry, my phone's just gone flat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, speaking of speaking of contentious. You yeah. did just mention that if an axolotl gets sick, yeah. uh, you can put them in the fridge. Absolutely, yeah. Is uh, because that of their amphibious nature, you, you put them in ice water to start off with. If they get like a fungal bacteria, which yeah. they can get a lot of the time, and then, yeah, you put them in the fridge and they adjust their body temperature to be able to survive in the fridge and they can... And that what? Go in there, it kills all the, the bacteria, it kills whatever infection they have and <laughs> that's how they get healthy and stuff. Isn't, and isn't that great news? That is uh, the most. I mean, you're you're full of little kind of. I've lost so many axolotls before. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, oh. none of those facts came in handy yeah. for any of the other questions. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. But you would have aced that one. The Where other were one. The axolotl questions. I mean, you 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 you're, you seem to be going to have an axolotl question next week. And both <laughs> <laughs> I knew that one. We might get him to. Yeah. I'll we, call in. We Let's might get him go. to read. Uh, yeah. We'll get him to read that question. We'll get him to read a question out like, "What should you do with your axolotl uh, if it's got a fungal infection?" We'll get him to read that out in the booth, and then we'll play <laughs> that guest question. For the amount of times that sentence just comes into my everyday life, it's amazing. That's a well, the show, we're, we're here to we're here to provide that for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And what uh, well, you seem to be captivated by random flora and superfauna, because what's this uh, about the Are you super talking about? Oh, the bigger fauna, bad, the the duck, yeah, the, the super duck, demon duck of yeah. doom. Because you have is that your spirit animal, what or is there something more significant that is your spirit oh, animal? What about the thunder lizard? I'm sure. Yeah, no megafauna. The um, they're kind of like the bridging animals that, that think imagine like a giant guinea pig or giant koalas that look like kangaroos with huge sharp talons they genuinely existed there's a heap of these great fossils up at Naracor. that's what they're famous for the world heritage site the Naracor caves okay but kind of like bridging animals between dinosaurs and mammals see i'm fun 
I'm just so fun. Look at all this information that I have that everybody totally cares about. Uh, it's funny. I've got a, a really good friend, Amy Nagesh, who yeah, yeah. And we we just love talking about megafauna. It's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Where did that obsession start? Did she introduce you to it? No, I had um, I had a class at uni, and for for some reason, we just really got into megafauna like crazy <laughs> for for like three or four weeks with my with my tutor, and I, you know, she was lovely, but she was you know a little bit on the odder side of life, which is exactly what I like in, in <laughs> something you guys had in common. Absolutely, uh, yeah, no. So just got onto that, and then it's just interesting. I mean, to think that you had all these big crazy animals that were that were living in Australia and the the indigenous people that lived here, you know, 30 and 40,000 years ago. Would have had to deal with. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's a really, really cool, really funky. But, mm. yeah, and what the size of the duck, what was it? It was about two two metres tall. Wow. Full, full growth with massive talons to, to, you know, just let you go. Yeah, and it looked hefty as well. Like, yeah. it wasn't just like a giraffe two metres. It, it was like It a, definitely didn't turn down a second piece of cake yeah, at the office on Friday. Yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, no, nah, all about it. <laughs> well, Josh, what have you what have you learned? Wait, shall we have a little bit of backing? Uh, let's have some thinking music. Yeah, let's have a little bit of thinking. What have you learnt on the show this evening, Joshy? I've learnt that. Uh, oh, do you want to get the music? Uh, I do. I really do. Have the music going. Here we go. Ready. It's happening. There you go. There you go. Have some. I've, I've learnt that as uh, as a teacher, Buddy doesn't really know a lot. <laughs> As a teacher, you don't need to know a lot. No, Maybe that's, that's what you I mean, that's I already knew that as a teacher. Oh, I, okay, I was right. already aware yeah, of yeah. that fact. But mm. I mean, I guess Buddy doesn't know a lot know about a lot, a lot about but he knows. clouds and and uh, percentages. But I guess he teaches <laughs> drama, so it's not really relevant. Absolutely, <laughs> but specific. He's very narrow in his focus. Yes. Yes, he's he, mega yeah. fauna or a super fauna. Or for a man who claims to know a lot about Nicolas Cage, he doesn't know a lot about well, Nicolas Cage. Well, apparently so. No, it's not. Well, no, that was a... He's uh, been found out as a fraudulent <laughs> Nicolas Cage supporter. No, I think it was a bluff. It was trying to I lure us into yeah, a false sense of he's, security. He's tried to... He's tried to uh, it's been a humbling experience. Though, <laughs> what about yourself, buddy? You'll what have you learned? Oh, from this. You'll dust yourself it. off and you'll you'll learn a bit more about Nicholas Cage. I've, I've learned that failure can just make you feel miserable. So <laughs> that's really the only... You've got to learn that lesson one day. Wow, I think I just learned that <laughs> Buddy is not familiar with failure. He's, uh, it's a new thing for no, him. No, no, I'm uh, failure and I are old friends. <laughs> no, I think I, I've learned that if there's one thing that we need to know about Simo, shall we? Yeah. Is that we, we need a name change. I mean, oh, Simo is okay, great yeah, and, yeah. I, and I love Simo. Thank you. Thank you. We need to go... To Josh show. Okay, Josh yeah. Show. Well, we can Josh do that. We can trial that. Featuring Big Man Simon. The resident photographer. The resident photographer does mm. does quite enjoy the yeah, name Josh. Absolutely, show. Oh, I'd agree with that. Quite I a think, kick out of that. I think um, we can work that out. I'm, I'm happy to fill the big boots and step into the desk and <laughs> mash some buttons together. What and size feet do you music have, Do you wear big boots? I do. Cool. Well, that's yep. really interesting. That's there it. Go. I learned that too. There oh, there my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. How about you, Simon? Simon, what did you learn? Um, I don't know. I do a lot of preparation for this show, so I actually didn't learn anything. I was actually um, all over everything that, that came up wow. this evening. Wow. <laughs> so that's, I've also learned that yeah. Simon that's is incredibly conceited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculously well, pretentious. No, yeah. uh, no, there's a big one. You guys can tell me what I learned tonight. There was a huge, huge thing that happened. No? <laughs> nope. Apparently no not. No? Ravenclaw? No? I had I learnt that I was you, an elitist. We learnt <laughs> yeah. that you I prefer was, uh, moon yes. over stars, yeah. right beyond over left. measure is a man's greatest treasure. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a direct quote. Oh, wonderful. Oh, dear. Come on, Professor Flitwick, teach us something. No. What, what, what would be some of the most famous Ravenclaw stars? You know, seeing as you're a Ravenclaw enthusiast. Cho Chang. 
Hufflepuff, mate. Is she a Hufflepuff? No, yeah. she's definitely a Ravenclaw. She was a Ravenclaw. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's definitely a Ravenclaw. Well, the fact, line, the fact line will fill that in for us in a yeah. second. <laughs> uh, a little bit of, what about <laughs> Luna Lovegood? You've got... No, she's a... She is a Ravenclaw. Really? I swear these are all Hufflepuffs. No. Who are you arguing with here? I mean, You're I am all, arguing with you, but... Like why was there not... This should have been a Harry Potter-specific <laughs> question round. I would have been all over it. Oh, dear. You've got Rowena Ravenclaw. Yes, well, that's the original. lady. Yeah. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why I'm saying ladies and gentlemen. The ladies left the room a little while ago. Yeah. So it's just ridiculous. Ooh. Many famous Roman claws. Hmm. What's the... Uh, Including myself. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if you get famous. We'll, well next week we'll have to discover mate. what house you're in, Josh. Yeah, okay. We can do, we we can do, do that? that. We can do that. And then maybe we'll do the guests. Well, maybe we maybe. might have to wait until Buddy comes oh on God. next. Yeah. Well, is he, is he coming? Are you inviting well, him back? Yeah, yeah you inviting he might come back. back. Oh, yeah. God. Oh. Do you want to win month? again? No, 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 no. I just... It's just been good having you around. Maybe by the time you come back, Buddy, it'll actually be the Josh I can only dream. Uh, yes. I can only dream one you of these days. You message Simon and go, what time am I coming to the radio? Don't know. I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, dear. But, yeah, no, thanks very much for joining us, buddy. Thanks Is for there having any, me. Is any, there anyone else uh, out there that you'd like to, to kind of say good day to before we, we, we ship out? Oh, well, I did. I got a message earlier on. If I, if I don't give a, a shout-out to my main man, Damo, and okay. his gorgeous lady, Claire, I think I'm going to, you know, get told what's what um, <laughs> ASAP. But they were, they were pretty happy. Really, my main thing that I that I want to do here is just to let the future know that if he ever wants to meet me <laughs> future. Uh, there's a Brilliant. beer and a schnitzel with his name on it and uh, so John Butcher give me a give me a you know a hit up buddy mead rocket and we'll uh, sort everything out <clears throat> it'll be great wicked all right well uh, say goodbye Josh we're gonna go home yeah goodbye goodbye uh, say goodbye Simon goodbye uh, say goodbye buddy goodbye buddy and say goodbye Oma oh is it goodbye <laughs> Yeah, boys, you're doing such a good show.